Hello and welcome to Greenwich Pantry's podcast. Today I speak to Michaela who lives in Italy. Michaela shares the story of the food lockdown and the impact that not having some ingredients has had on her own personal cooking. I hope you enjoy listening to the show and uh, do give us a call if you want us to share your food story. Bye for now. Italy. I am collaborating with the uh, Greenwich Pantry, usually for uh, social media and uh, graphic design. And uh, I'm uh, here uh, in Italy, uh, based in Italy, and uh, I usually uh, work uh, in Rome, remote. Uh, I was used to live in London. Uh, I, le- I left um, two years ago. And uh, and now yeah I'm uh, I'm back here in Italy and um, finally the lockdown uh, has uh, ended. Uh, I would say from uh, today actually we had a little bit less of the restrictions uh, um, on the lockdown. So it's better, <laughs> but it has been um, tough because there were two months of uh, complete lockdown. And uh, yeah, we had some problem with food as well um, during this uh, <laughs> this uh, this lockdown, of course, um, because we needed to go to the supermarkets, local supermarkets, and uh, not always we could find find everything that we needed, uh, especially yeast. We had this problem with yeast. So this is yeast, <laughs> isn't here. it? Yeast for baking. Yes, exactly. Because uh, apparently Italians like to bake bread and uh, pizza, of course. So we had a problem to find uh, yeast um, for uh, almost a month uh, in uh, every supermarket. Even online was different, dif- difficult to find it. So. And do you know that English people love to eat pasta? So we had a problem with um, making pasta, but you had a problem with finding yeast. <laughs> yes, exactly. We could make pasta though. So we we were um, able to do that because uh, eggs and flour were still available. Well, when we, when I say make make pasta, I didn't mean we were making it from scratch. I don't, I don't think many oh, people no. were doing that. That was that would have been quite uh, <laughs> that that would have been good actually, but I think people were finding it difficult to um, find pasta to, find to in the put in water <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> no we didn't have this uh, problem uh, luckily but yeah we could make uh, pasta usually it's fun to make it at home i like to make sometimes like sundays uh, if you have a little bit of time even with children it's really nice to make pasta at home it's like a kind of uh, way to time pass you know to let the time uh, goes yeah and, uh, cooking, to stay cooking is, with is, the family yeah yeah cooking is generally a good activity to involve children with i'm guessing that in italy most children know how to make um make pasta from scratch am i correct yeah yeah since you are a child usually when you're with your grandmas or with your uh, parents you are uh, in 
involved in this activity. Even uh, gnocchi, do you know? Do you know this uh, kind of uh, pasta is um, made with um, potatoes? Um, this is actually a good. Uh, it's a soft uh, pasta that you uh, usually um, cook for like two, three minutes. Is made from uh, potatoes, flour, um, and uh, yeah, usually those those ingredients, and then you put some sauce in it. Uh, this is really popular. Um, it is uh, usually homemade on Sundays, yeah, or special occasions. Yeah, with the whole family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um, it's really interesting because a lot of people send children to learn about, um, you know, to be artistic. Maybe go to um, music classes and go to um, art classes and dance classes. Um, but one of the really um, exciting ways, I think to be artistic is also in the kitchen so teaching them to make things um it's 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 a really good way of um getting them to be artistic as well isn't it yeah it is uh, it's actually really um good as an activity because it simulates your brain uh, to calculate uh, even the dosage you know the all the measure all the ingredients uh, uh, it's a kind of chemical activity. <laughs> you can be like a chemist, uh, which is uh, weight all uh, the ingredients and uh, mixing all together and see what is coming up yeah. from everything. It's uh, it's also good because sometimes you can use uh, different, uh, you know, vegetables with different colors and. Uh, you can see what what is going on uh, mixing and matching uh, all the ingredients uh, it's nice and it yeah. doesn't have to be very complicated does it it can be um it can be very simple and i think that's what i like about the um the the the, the, the idea of making things like pasta and gnocchi you know yes. it, it doesn't have to be complicated but you can still enjoy the simplicity of it um yeah, even when you're making pa- uh, pizza, uh, dough is the same. You have this dough that can be anything in the end. Uh, you can just uh, play a little bit. Mm. We we also say, we we always say that uh, you don't have to play with food, but why not? Yeah, Because sure. <laughs> it's uh, it's nice. Yeah. So in, in in thinking about the lockdown and how it's affected um, cooking generally, from what you know, do you think that um, Italians um, have been cooking more or have they been cooking less? Because obviously they can't go to the grocery stores, is that right? Yes. And your lockdown was pretty severe, wasn't it? It was quite, quite strict. Yeah, we couldn't go out. We couldn't go in um, other villages. So suppose you were in one village with one uh, market, then you needed to go there to get your shops, your. Uh, um the things to cook so of course it was a bit tough uh, you could uh, get something uh, online but uh, not not all of the groceries uh, had this um, service so you needed to uh, try to work around uh, the situation so yeah i think most of the people uh, ca- uh, came up with uh, more cooking of course because uh, it was a way to, s- to to stay with people or even alone 
to to do something you know to feel productive in some way and um, it was for yourself so to make yourself uh, comfortable a bit uh, in this situation that was not comfortable at all it's it's still not comfortable uh, i mean we 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 have uh, the lockdown is over but uh, we still need to wear masks uh, and we are under conditions so if everything is going to be fine we we will keep going otherwise uh, we'll be again a lockdown yeah. so yeah the first impression we had in here it was that there was uh, the end of the world so if i be I have to be honest i think that most of the people went to the groceries or supermarkets to get the most that they could and so probably they didn't cook much at the beginning but then everyone get got a little bit more relaxed and um, probably enjoyed the time uh, off you yeah. know and uh, started to spend a little bit more time uh, pampering themselves uh, doing something for themselves for their family and uh, cooking it was one of the of the activity not the only one most of the people uh, also um, started to do a more exercise at home um, there were a lot of uh, online classes for free and also to um, do some gardening mm. uh, i did as well personally some gardening on the balcony even to who knows maybe sometimes to get some vegetables from my my own uh, plants so what sort of things nice. were you cooking were you were you growing oh uh, now i had uh, peppers uh, and uh, tomatoes uh, i tried strawberries but um, i had just two two little plants i don't know if <laughs> if it's going to be not, uh, good the growing uh, for now i have some leaves <laughs> going up but uh, uh, it's an, an experiment because I've never done it so uh, but it was nice also to see how nature is uh, uh, growing because uh, the time is different from for na the nature to growing and it's sort of uh, uh, teaching you how to wait a little bit to stop to um, be more relaxed and calm, to wait a little bit. And uh, that's probably what was the most important lesson we had from the lockdown, mm. I think, that we needed to wait and to be happy for yeah. little things, you know, like uh, a flower blooming mm -hmm. or something. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. And I think all of that feeds into the way we cook as well and the way we, um, you know, when we sit down and enjoy our food doesn't it because when you're in a hurry and you're making of course there will be times when you're in a hurry and you have to you know cook quickly but when you're taking your time to make a dish it seems to have more flavor it seems to taste better and you know yeah I completely agree yeah it's true you, you can taste all the ingredients you you have time to dedicate to these and these uh is a experience that uh, is is helping you to uh, to feel yeah mm. more deeply yeah I agree. Mm. Do you 
think that th- this image we have of Italians with la- maybe large families cooking all the time and having <laughs> <laughs> everything they need, just going to the garden and getting olive I don't know, olive oil and Priority. is it real? Yeah. Is this a real image of a yeah, I think, it... uh, yeah, it's not that different from real reality. I think that we uh, have big families. Uh, uh, now we couldn't go and visit all of them, but uh, yeah, um, it's uh, yeah, it's kind of uh, this thing. We we are in contact with nature. We are trying to grow in stuff, uh, and uh, probably the the weather is helping a lot as well because uh, of course here is warmer. Is uh, uh, the season was uh, almost summer um, season, like 20 degrees when the lockdown uh, started. Uh, it was on March so it was uh, pretty hot and then uh, of course you are uh, trying to to do the most to, to have the most uh, from from all of these uh, and uh, yeah food is something we we have in our brains I think <laughs> we, mm. we, we like to cook we like to stay together and eat together is kind of a way to uh, involve everyone um, it's part of our tradition and we also have a lot of different uh, food going uh, um, in different places uh, like here I am in the northwest of Italy so I'm near the mountains and uh, in here we have uh, some dishes uh, that are traditional but uh, if you're going uh, suppose on the south of Italy the south of Italy the dishes are completely different you are having maybe more uh, uh, fish seafood and also uh, fresh fresh vegetables because in the south that the, the weather is even better so you can grow um, really really good stuff there because um... that sounds so dreamy i feel like <laughs> i'm there already so if i was going to visit in italy um in the next maybe i should say three years <laughs> we don't know when this we is don't know gonna... yeah what would you suggest that i do what would you suggest that i i learn to cook because food and culture is um intrinsically linked together yes. And um, if I wanted to learn more about the culture, perhaps in the northwest part of where you are, what sort of food would you suggest that I look at um, maybe learning to cook to begin with? Oh, in here we have a big tradition of uh, hazelnut, everything connected with hazelnut uh, and chocolate. Uh, so I would say probably hazelnut and chocolate. Yes, <laughs> this is the place. Even, you know? even for savory. <laughs> for savory, I would say we have um, uh, this uh, polenta. Do you know what is? Um, um, it's it's a it's a traditional dish that you um, you cook in here, and uh, is uh, usually is um, uh, different. It's like used as a bread um, to uh, eat with meat or with um, mushrooms, uh, and is made with uh, corn flour. Um, usually, we make this uh, kind of um, dough. 
with corn flour and uh, water and salt and um, you mix everything together you let cook for a long time and then you eat with uh, cheese with mushroom with uh, meat uh, um, and it's really nice this is the kind of uh, our traditional dish that is most for um, winter time okay say. so can i ask you a question yes a lot of people get confused about what polenta is because there's so many yeah so many different yeah and now you've just said that it can be eaten as a bread yeah it's like as um uh, you you usually match with something like can be with cheese can be with meat can be with uh because our um our tradition in italy is to use bread uh, to eat with something like uh we usually eat bread with something uh, not like a sandwich but uh, mm-hmm. more like uh, in the dish there's this yeah. there's bread to um, to be eaten with the things and uh, instead of bread you can use polenta sometimes and uh, usually with the cheese or with mushroom with sauce meat so this is the kind of thing we have also another version of polenta you're right there are many versions of uh, polenta even in uh, different parts of Italy we are making it different and uh, one of the version is uh, as a main course uh, so usually we make it with the cheese and butter on top and this is our traditional uh, um, meal if you're going uh, like uh, hiking in the mountain mm-hmm. then probably you will find this version of the polenta mm. very interesting <laughs> yeah. well it's um, really, really fast food so when you say when you say corn flour because um someone listening to this might think mm, the corn flour we have here is not quite the same now there is a corn flour that we have we use it to thicken the soup so all oh, right so no if you imagine different. making if you imagine making um a, some kind of a sauce and you want it to be thicker there is a corn flour that we use to make the sauce thicker that's not what you mean is it no it's not that it's uh, it's actually a kind of flour is uh, but uh, the grains are uh, different because they mm-hmm. have um, they are made with corn so it's actually really yellow yellowish the, um, the is color is it the same is it the same one that the americans use to make um yeah doritos the, the, <laughs> yeah they use for yes. doritos but do they use it for um cornbread as well yes yes it's the same yeah it's yeah. that kind yeah actually we have different uh, kind of food that i don't know if we exported or we imported but i know that uh, from uh, all over the world there are a lot of different uh, varieties as you said of uh, what we say our dishes but we don't know uh, the history how is uh, maybe uh, who knows someone else did uh, in other countries and then we import it but yeah we have uh, pretty much um, wide uh, culture in uh, food yeah and we won't start another food war by saying who had it first but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but one thing i was going to ask you um, is in terms of um, it, 
the, in terms of the time that we're living right now, everybody's thinking about the essentials. So, you know, people are thinking about what they have to, you know, what they need in their store cupboard. What are the essential um, spices? The essential. Um, oils and maybe the, the essential oil for cooking and so many different things that are essential. What would you say to somebody who was planning to learn Italian um, Italian cuisine? Now I know it's very broad because there's so many parts of Italy and um, you know you may not be able to speak for um, all, all of, of them. Italy, yeah, but, of but in terms of from your perspective as an Italian and as somebody who's a foodie, what would you say would be the essentials that the person should get if they wanted to get into Italian food? I think um, that olive they oil. In, of they should have in their in their store cupboard. I, of course, uh, yeah, I know, uh, I, I see what you, what you mean, and uh, yeah, of course, I can't speak for all the parts of Italy, but I think uh, most, of all, most of all, the olive oil is uh, crucial in our cuisine. Um, I think uh, in all the parts of Italy, we are um, uh, using this, um, uh, this olive oil, um, which is made uh, in uh, the farms, so we, we have uh, uh, production in terms of production that's why it's so important uh, for the cuisine and is uh, used uh, mostly for uh, any kind of dish and then uh, for spices I would say oregano uh, parsley uh, rosemary those are uh, also sage those are our uh, herbal uh, spices that we basically put everywhere. Um, in the south of Italy especially we use also chili a lot mm -hmm. but is most uh, for their kind of dishes. Um, in here we use uh, yeah pretty much this uh, this combination of, um, of uh, spices and then of course you need flour because you need to make pasta pizza and you know because I didn't find the uh, yeast I tried another kind of uh, bread which uh, is piadina is made is a kind of flat bread Mm -hmm. uh, you use it for uh, wraps uh, in, uh, in England and uh, um, it's really easy to make, you know, it's just flour, water, salt and olive oil and uh, because I was uh, uh, craving pizza and I couldn't make it, then uh, I, I was like, yeah, I can try another thing, you know, that, that's the good thing of cooking, that you can always think about uh, side plan you know uh, plan b and uh, we have so many things you can uh, experience you can try and uh, that's what i did uh, actually i was uh, of course because i was short of some ingredients i was thinking all right i can try another dish i can try another dish from another place because this uh, flatbread is uh, from the uh, east coast of Italy mm -hmm. so it's not from my place uh, that's why I've never made like uh, traditionally in my family we, we have never made it but uh, yeah I tried it and uh, it was good it was that's good. great that's really <laughs> good to know well thank you so much for your time it's been lovely thank talking you. to you and um, 
thank you for sharing that little tip on the on the bread. Um, I think that's something that I will attempt to do after I've um, had the hazelnut and the chocolate. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> uh, sometimes it's good to get the balance the other way around as well. Of course. Yeah, we uh, all need that. <laughs> thank you so much. We'll definitely have thank you back you. on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Want to share your food story with us? It might help somebody. It might inspire them. It might encourage them. Um, give it a try. It's quite easy. Send an email to info at greenwichpantry.com or a voicemail message at the end of this podcast. So until the next time, we hope that you find something great to cook. If, you, um, if you're stuck, give us a shout and keep drooling. Bye. <laughs>